Right, without uh, the animals that we have in this world, right, it destroys the natural order. The amount of people's homes and lives that have been changed, especially for the animals, is unreal. So then it didn't really work out well for the dog because the spur attached itself to the dog's face. Hello and welcome to 4G Show, where crazy meets reality. I am Ragnar and alongside me are... It's me, Colin. Hi, it's Becca. And it's me, Matt. I've noticed one thing when it comes to us introducing ourselves in these episodes, right? It's Colin's always yes. uh, it's me, Colin, and it's and Matt. It's, and it's me, Matt. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's so, been like that since season one. Maybe we should mix it up a little. Let's say what? Maybe you do the high pitch in, intro once in a while, Matt, and then Colin does the, it's me, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> or I introduce myself as Matt and Matt introduces himself as Colin Ragnar. You see your Becca and Becca, you see your Ragnar. Hell no. <laughs> well, it was onion idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how are we all doing today anyway? Spotty dog? Right, for all those that don't know what a spotty dog is, that it's translating from Geordie to I am fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that's some weird ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say we were normal. <laughs> Almost as bad as dogs, Bolly. She lets me it's English and it's like, yeah, I'm fine. You have to bring up a bloody Dalmatian. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh speaking God. of uh, the Dalmatians, today's topic is actually going to be about Animal Kingdom. We're going to talk about all like weird and wonderful animals to maybe pets and the differences between pets and actual wildlife and stuff like that, you know? So sounds like a good spot, but Colin's kicked it off with spotty dogs, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah spotty dogs, spotty Dalmatians, spot... You know, I don't know. Why, why do dogs have spots? I really don't understand it. Why do humans get spots? Exactly. Like, everything has a reason and, you know... It's all to do with genetics. Yep, and mutations. Exactly, yeah, but, but that's like that's, for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not one. go into that one. <laughs> Here's a little fun fact for you, right, with Dalmatians. Did you know that one in, like, say, ten pups are actually um, able to hear you? The rest of the pups are actually born deaf. What? I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason, the, the genetics of Dalmatians, like, in, like between 70 to 90% of Dalmatian puppies are actually born deaf. Oh, really? Isn't isn't there a high percentage of them actually being blind as well, though? Um, I'm it, not sure about the blindness, but I do know that the, the deafness is one thing. Um, I always thought puppies were blind, or is that cats? Yeah, what? I thought puppies were blind when they were born. Wait, for the first two weeks? When yeah, their that's eyes what I mean. Are like, look like they're being stable, should. Yeah, so they're closed and basically blind because they can't see anything. Well, yeah, for the, fir- for the first two weeks, yeah, that's just the way that they're born. But as they progress and they like, get older and stuff like that, you tend to know which ones are like blind and which ones are deaf and not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do well, you know, um, being being the deaf. So to, to be honest, I feel sorry for actually those out there that own like, uh, like deaf dogs or uh, cats. Or any sort of animal that's deaf, you know what I mean? Because you go to pet that animal, right? With a, a dog or a cat, for instance, right? And you go to pet them, that dog would freak out because you touch them without any, without them even hearing, hearing you. You know what I mean? Wouldn't like, they then? My old dog Sorry. used to do that. Well, I was going to say, wouldn't they then get used to the vibrations? Yeah, they would. I suppose so. 
Oh, so mine so, was just thick. So, well, Beck, <laughs> I would, didn't want to say much. Wish it was thick. I can't really see that. You know what they say? Like animal, like owner. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, Becca. But that's, what, that's also another stupid fact, uh, thing as well, right? You know when you see owners walking around with the dogs and that? Have you ever actually looked at the dog and then looked at the owner and found out they actually look similar to each other? Yeah, I've seen um, that. I've seen that a couple of times, but, you know, I, I think there's a problem if you look at an owner and think, damn, you look like your dog. <laughs> I've seen plenty of them. Oh, then once I put the uh, dogs in bags or them silly strollers, I, I just look at the dog and go, you poor bugger. I'll come and well, save you. <laughs> I've I've just got to remember, if we ever get a dog, not to get a bulldog, because then I'll be walking down the street and people will be saying, damn, he looks as rough as that dog on it. <laughs> you don't need no, the dog to say that. No, you just, you just have a pug instead. You know? <laughs> Colin. <laughs> just, just as many wrinkles. <laughs> Colin, you owning a chihuahua and you'd still trip over that fucking thing. Probably. Right. Chihuahuas, though, I mean, since we're on dogs, chihuahuas are lethal. They're Not really all of them are the, the little ankle biters, the attitudes, are, the attitudes on steroids. No, it's all to do with the, the person that keeps the dog. Thank you. No, they suffer with little man syndrome. Yes, but <laughs> also it doesn't help the way they're brought up by the, the yeah. human, you know. Because I work with a woman and her little chihuahua is the most softest little thing I've ever seen. It would not bark. It did not growl. And I was like, I think there's something wrong with your chihuahua. Well, every chihuahua I've seen literally has a bit of rage. And I mean a fit of rage, wanting to chew your hands, chew your ankles, to the point where I've got to bark back at the little bastard. It shits itself and runs away. Yeah, but that's because they see you come in. They're like, oh, shit, here he comes. Let's bark at him. <laughs> yeah, let's do him. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> so along with dogs, we'll have cats. So I've got this this fact, and Matt, you should be aware of this because you've got cats like us, like me and Becca. And um, so cats apparently know the name and know when you call them the name. Yeah, they do. It's just they do like to ignore you anyway. Yep. And yep. That, was, that was proven by a 2019 study where researchers discovered that while cats can distinguish their own name, but they don't necessarily feel obliged to respond to it now how can you this is the one question i've got yeah how can you say it understood its name if it didn't even respond to you because well, select selective hearing isn't it i was just about to say it's because cats are ignorant bastards they you know, are but they you're, sitting, <laughs> you're sitting there looking at the cat and going you know come here come here hello kitty cat come here and like whatever you're calling the cat the cat will lie there looking at you as if to say just shut the fuck up before I slit your throat on a night. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if you keep calling my name out, if you keep calling my name, then in the end they'll give up and say, for fuck's sake, if, you, if I come and see you, will you shut up? See, I don't have that problem with my cats. Mui knows his name, and so does Kota now, finally. Well, all eight of mine know. Yes, for everyone at home, I've got eight cats. Um, Yay. And you can call them, they'll come to their name. And I know for a fact that they know the names because of that. Uh, but there's plenty of times where you do call the names and you can see that they'll look at you and they just completely blank you, as if to say, sod off, basically. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do notice is, is do question though, is like how, how in scientific research did they do that? Obviously, they called the cat's name and the cats came to the name. 
But how would they know the cats are understanding properly if the cats chose to ignore them? Because it's not like you could go up and say, Terry, by the way, did you understand what I was saying? Did you understand your name's Terry? For the cat to sit there and go, meow. Right, no problem. You know. Yeah, but these and, scientists and... could have like some high-tech shit going on that they could read the cat's mind. <laughs> yeah. I could see it on a electric <laughs> board or something, you know. Like the little peak in the, the actual speaker thing, you know, to say, yeah, you understood. And there's ter- Terry lying on the windowsill saying, yeah, I did hear what you said, but you didn't have any food or yeah. treats, anything like that, so I just ignored you. Did is it- Terry a cat's name? No. Is it, an- is it a cat's name? I think Would you can. use it for a cat? I think-, I think you can call a cat anything, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a few, few oh. names for mine that I wouldn't like to say on mic. No. See, but you owning cats, though, right? Your cats probably get confused 90% of the time. Just from my experience of being there watching you, poor Simon, right? You don't see him, right, and you bug him. If he's lying on the bed, you bug him. If he's lying on the sofa, you bug him, right? But then when he comes to you for attention, say, Simon, piss off. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Seriously, yeah. that cat but- wants affection, but you, yourself, wind him <laughs> up throughout the rest of the day. <laughs> but the theory behind that is I'm trying to teach him, right, that if I want a hug, you know, I'm all game for a hug. But if he can't be bothered... Then, then I'm going to harass him because he harasses me if I can be bothered. So it's like you know, if you're going to harass me, I'm going to harass you. You know, and so I, what, he's getting old. I should leave him alone. The poor. So boy. what he's saying is, it's Collins' way or no way. Simon hasn't got a choice in this. Yeah, but a lot of cats—they <laughs> they have their moment. They'll tell you with their body language if they're ready to be, you know, pet. Say on oh, the yes. stomach. Yeah. So. You're basically just... See, it's weird, right? You're speaking about the temperance and stuff like that, right? So Simon, when I go there, right, I'll stroke him. If he doesn't want to be stroked, he'll swipe uh, swipe at us, right? But at the same time, I've also do fist pump with him for some stupid reason. We've done that for years. Yet, if I walk into the sitting room and say, Misty, she's a temperamental fucker. You know what I mean? You stroke her until she wants you to do, and then she hisses and scratches and fucking squeals and whatever. She'll do fucking cat foo on you. Right? It'd be yeah, nice she's... to know where she got that attitude from. But then you look at Ruby and you walk up to him and he's like, I'll, I like being stroked, but then he's like, play with us at the same time. Yeah. <sighs> Ruby's too loving, though. There's nothing, there's nothing too loving, you know. But then, you've got, the, <laughs> then you've got your other three girls, right? Oh, and they're you, just complete bitches. No, they're not. They're, 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 they're lovely, right? You walk up to them, you stroke them, they're perfectly fine. You try and pick them up, though, that's a different scenario. <laughs> Hence why I said complete bitches. Yeah, but no cats like being picked up. Like, I used to pick Mui up as a, when he was a kitten. Now he's older. He's just a miserable shit. He doesn't want to be picked up. Yeah. He's like, Meow! I'm like, don't start. I'm the boss. Yeah, they definitely have that attitude. But that's just animals in general, you know what I mean? Like, the temperaments and stuff you learn from being babies. You know, yeah, I mean, well. it's not the same as like walking into the wild and seeing a pack of dogs or like wild cats outside and thinking, yeah, let's go stroke them and like have all of them fucking standing there with pocket knives and chains and all that shit ready to stab you and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gangster movies so, and there's a cat in back alleys. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, um, it is a uh, they are psychotic little animals. You know, um, I've had a few prizes left on my floor you know once i weren't wasn't expecting i've never had that one. Um, i don't want that uh, well like, no, i'll, I'll tell it i'll tell a little story here so where i live there's like a really long back lane um and this gentleman wanted to keep chickens <gasps> and 
he would let his chickens run around in the garden. Now, one of my cats, Ruby, um, <laughs> went out and decided to fight with this chicken. Um, I killed the chicken, took the chicken's head, and decided to run up the back lane with its head into the house. Um, so the man wasn't too happy, which I turn around and says you should have had them in a coop or something. You know, it's because the cat this area is like really cat friendly. There's a lot of cats around here. Um, and I did say to him, I says you should have had them in a coop. To be fair, you know, you're living in a housing estate. So he wasn't quite happy, stormed off in a mood. But I couldn't even deny that my cat had done it because there was a trail of obviously where the chicken's head had been bleeding from his gate all the way up to my gate where well, the cat came in. At least you can have Sunday roast, I guess. Uh, Sunday roast. <laughs> uh, to be fair, oh, I kind no. of got the fright of my life. I got the fright of my life because I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a big rat at first. And the surprise I got when I looked and I seen this chicken's head looking back at us. And it was like, what the hell have you been doing? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear bang, bang, bang at the gate. Your cat's killed me chicken. Or rooster, or whatever it was. I couldn't remember. But I know it was from that family. I was just concerned because I know the very vicious birds. And I was sitting there thinking, how the hell have you not been done in, cat? Well, let's face it, right? Ruby and Binks. Oh, the bullies. They, they run that back street. You know what I mean? That time that Simon got into trouble and Simon and, I mean, uh, Ruby and Binks went out and chased the cat down the street. Yeah. yeah that, that was a hell of a, an episode. Them two had a, a great time. <laughs> but I think maybe moving on to some wild animals. Yeah. Um, I do believe we'll have a pet episode coming up at some point anyway. Um, so we'll save most of them stories for then. Um, has anyone got any facts on pet wild animals then? Wait. I have one. Right. Snakes. Oh. I had one about a... I think it was a king cobra. But I could be wrong. I think it was a king cobra. Um, They themselves, right, obviously travel miles to breed and stuff like that, right? But they're the only species of snake that actually builds their own nests to lay eggs. You'll see them doing it for like about well, however many hours or days it can take up to like 24 hours of them actually like gathering all these leaves to build this like pile and all that sort of thing. But once they like if they've built their nest, they lay the eggs inside it and like nothing will touch them whatsoever. Oh. I didn't realize it was the only one species that did that. I don't really know much about snakes, to be honest. No. Well, yeah, I don't know much about snakes, but they are they are a weird species. I know that. Nothing so. nice about them. No, I don't know. I, I'm not scared of snakes. You put a spider in front of me, that's that's a different story. Oh, I'm going to kill it. It's <laughs> it's amazing, right? Because you've got snakes. Like, your poisonous ones, like your king cobras, your, uh, your vipers, your, uh, your rattlesnakes, and all that sort of stuff, right? But majority of those species, right... Any animal that goes up, it can take them down. For God's sake, some of them can take down a friggin' elephant. Or mm-hmm. not quite an elephant, but they can actually bite it uh, and like produce venom that'll actually like, rot a, a leg away at least and be affected by it. You know? Uh, there was one case where uh, a rhino had been bitten, and uh, obviously the, uh, within a few hours, the leg was dead. 
you know, and then over a period of time, it's like just started rotting away and everything like that because obviously the the venom and the the, the bacteria you know all that crap, you know. So it's amazing like how like they can produce so much and like do so much damage, but yet there's other animals out there that can counteract against them. For instance, um, cobras and uh, mongooses have been natural mm-hmm. uh, natural enemies, yet. Not many snakes actually survive against a, uh, a mongoose because a mongoose is actually fast. It can move around and they can like whack them pretty hard until they get a hold of it and then immobilize it. They basically grab a hold of it until they've actually they snapped its uh, spinal cord or its neck or whatever, and then they just sit and chomp away on it. You mm. know, there's some lizards that have actually got like uh, an anti venom against uh, like a particular species of snake. You know absolutely weird but fun facts yeah but at the end of the day as as prey and and predator have got to have different techniques don't they mm. oh yeah um i mean one of the one of the greatest or oh, well two of the greatest actually is like a killer whale or a great white shark and i wasn't aware that a great white shark was just as good at hunting as as a um, killer whale but apparently it's pretty much one of the best yeah, um, the difference is is the fact that killer whales actually uh, hunt in packs. Yeah, killer whales hunt in packs. They have very specific techniques, and they they learn each other the techniques to get the seals or whatever they're hunting at the time. Uh, but for a great white shark, it's more of a mindless killing machine, um, you know, and it's it it mainly eats fish. But in the range between 6 feet to 20 feet, which is a hell of a lot of size, as well as 2,500 kilograms. And they mostly eat sea lions, seals, sea turtles, sea otters, etc. Yeah. Um, what it was that, that got me was they can swim up to like 25 miles per hour. So it's not like a, a slow speed, you know, and they can do all these quick twists and quick jumps and... You know, and they use it, they obviously hit the prey. And one of the good things is, with them, is they will hunt their prey, even if it gets away. They will not let it go. Um, they have you know, a good, a good sense of uh, sense of smell on the, uh, the sea, don't they? Yeah, they're just amazing. And I thought killer whales were good, you know, but great white sharks are just these professional killer machines. Yeah, be, but no way am I going to be swimming near a great white. How now? <sighs> No, I mean, <laughs> God, if you, if you had the choice of a killer whale or a great white, killer whale, hundred you know, percent. Yeah. <laughs> to be chances. honest, I think I think great whites or any uh, species of shark is actually I think they're just misunderstood creatures. Myself, you know, what I mean, they're, no. they're, fanta- they're fantastic, deadly beasts when they get going. But you know, it's the thrashing around in the water that mimics what their prey does, uh, what their food does. You know, what I mean, it's our fault potentially why we get shark attacks because we're splashing really. around in the sea well, we're... the thing is though if i mean you're saying the fascinating and i agree with you the fascinating and i agree the misunderstood well maybe to a degree um but the end of the day if you're sitting there saying the misunderstood you go in the water and you splash about you've got no choice but to splash about because you you tread in the water you know, you're making that shark want to come and kill you, so you can never really ever get in the water with them mm. unless they're well-fed or you're in scuba diving gear and you're going under. 
Now, don't get us wrong here. There's, there's sharks which are very friendly. You know, there's a Baskin shark, which is a bottom feeder. Yeah, nothing. Still don't you want know. to go near a shark. Where, uh, whale she whale doesn't care well. what shark it is. I ain't going near it. Yeah, me neither. So me and Ragnar's chucked a few facts in. Matt, Becca, we haven't heard much from you. There's oh. one I've got. Oh. No, you can go first. It's fine. All right. Is the Amazon pink river dolphin. Oh, yeah. Is. I've seen that. Uh, it's also known as the pink dolphin. Which mm-hmm. they sp- swim in fresh water, and the, obviously look because they like to be in warm water. So the more located in Colombia and Peru, um, right. The, I've the, never actually seen one of that. Sorry, I've just consulted my test team, and there they look quite cute. Quite good looking, aren't they? Yeah, the little cuties. Was it called again? A pink dolphin. Pink dolphin. Mm-hmm. Also known as the Amazon pink river dolphin. Oh yeah, the, I've seen really, this really? a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. A baby was born, actually, a, a pink one. Yeah, but the older they get, the more pink they get. Mm. So cool. That so do the yeah. sorry, um, are they along the same lines as with a normal water dolphin? Uh, yes, but the, the only li- they like to like swim in shallow water areas. Right. Uh, they have very little bubbles where, you know, like other dolphins, they make these big bubbles or the big sprays. They only mm. have little ones because of the surface holes. Right. Mm. Um, they are so like them, but just in a smaller portion. And did you say there were sea, sea creatures? Mm-hmm. They live in salt or... water. Salt water. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're smaller than an actual dolphin. They're very pink, aren't they? Like, really yeah. pink. They are actually a rare and endangered... Uh, a, a yeah, endangered. they're really... Yeah. From, yeah. What, uh, from what I've picked up here, um, the Peruvian Amazon, the Boto, or Pink River Dolphin, as that says there, um, is a rare and beautiful creature. In reality, the pink river dolphin is one of two species of endangered uh, freshwater uh, dolphin uh, that are uh, found in similar locations throughout the Amazon, the Ori Orinoco River ba- uh, Basin. Yeah. I've never even heard of Orioco. No, Although I, 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 I'll, probably, I'll okay. probably botch that up anyway, so I do apologize. To be honest, I was going to say, I don't really pronounce these names uh, because I know we'll botch them. Yeah, you know. we're terrible at pronunciation. Yeah, they are freshwater. I am, I've literally got the exact same thing that Rags has got in front of him. I've read the wrong one, where they live uh, in the freshwater, where other dolphins live in, in the, salt. the salt water. Right, right, I'm with you. That's, that's crazy that a, a dolphin would choose to live in a river. You know, because you hear a dolphin, you just technically assume salt water, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, I mean, dolphins can be just as uh, uh, just as deadly as uh, sharks and killer whales as well, you know? They can, yeah. yeah. They can, I. They can. But they're really smart as well, because I did have a fact on dolphin, which I'll just spout out quickly, is that they're actually they're that smart to have names for one, one another. Um and it the way to do it is through specific whistle, whistles. Hmm. Um. So, what creatures? I mean, I'd love to be able to jump in the water with one. Definitely. Oh, I would love to go and swim with them. Oh. Amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can just say it now, can't you? The dolphins are swimming down the street and going. Eh, 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 eh. 
Did you hear that dude over the road there? Yeah, I did. Echo. <laughs> the the thing is though, it's you know, it's it's one of them. And and the dolphins are, are just so great, but the orcas I think are along the same lines of oh, them. Because they're they're amazing animals and but did you know they can actually learn to speak dolphin over a long period of time? That I didn't mm. actually know. But dolphins yeah. and orca whales, uh, aka killer whales, do actually have a similar uh, hunting style. The only yeah, very... di- the only difference is, is the fact that dolphins use, um, what do you call it, echo sound waves. Yeah. Wait, the the fact that I got there says it was uh, seen over a 14, pe- 14 year period with the, the killer whales, or orcas, whichever you want to call them. Um, were in close proximity with the dolphins um, and they actually picked up the the dialects and the lingos of the dolphins. And that's another thing I didn't realise is like, like say, killer whales and your dolphins, they have accents and dialects. And it was like, wow, you know, something you just wouldn't even think mm. was possible. Yeah. It's just something you wouldn't think of, well, wasn't it? It isn't, no. It's, it's, it is it's amazing, and Animal Kingdom's just so so beautiful. It so, is. Matt, you got anything to add? I have. I have one here. I don't know if you've heard of the pangolin. Mm, yeah, what? It rings a bell. A pangolin. Is it a bird? No, it's it's basically like a... They also call it the scaly anteater. Uh, oh! Yeah, it's like a freaking armadillo. Yeah, it's, it's like that, but... um. So they're really endangered in this world. They're, they they yeah. get um, trafficked. They're the world's most trafficked animal in the world. So you know it's mm. just their scales and meat. It's just really bad. You know they're really cute. I love them. Yeah, the and humanity's just so cruel, isn't it? Yeah, we're literally destroying everything, and it's just not nice. And there is different uh, different species. There is, there is a. There's three there's... endangered uh, species. Uh, there's two, sorry, three critical uh, endangered and two vulnerable. Where did I just see it? There's also a. <laughs> Some of them can actually hang from trees by their tail. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's quite cute actually. Um, it's estimated to consume more than 70 million insects per year. <laughs> wow. That is some food, like, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'll what... tell you what. Sorry. No problem. I'll tell you what. It's a, it's a good job that these uh, ants and uh, bugs like uh, they give birth to so many hundreds of thousands of, of, of the, the the things in, in a short period of time, isn't it? Well, it says here that there are more than 1.4 billion insects for each human on the planet. My God. That is a lot of insects. Yeah, I can is. honestly say, looking at this creature, right, they are very cute as babies. <laughs> they are. Like, they, have, they attach themselves to their like mother's tail as babies. Oh, which is really cute. But, you see, I've got a picture here where there's a Zimbabwe man, and he's got one on his head, and it's so funny. It looks so lush. Okay, so here it says the illegal trade in pangolins is estimated to be worth about nineteen billion a year. Mm-hmm. So it's just not fair, you know, such a cute animal is being killed just for its scales and for its meat. I don't like that. Like when you hear the, especially, nothing against rich, but the rich do it all the time. They, they go out and get this fur and it has to be pure, like, animal. And it's like, 
why why does it have to be an animal because that's probably being killed in the most horrific way just for your court okay so there's there's a few facts here so you've got 70 percent of chinese citizens believe pangolin products have medicinal value um there's also another in nigerian traditionally Yorubic medicine pangolins are used to enable invincibility no invisibility um seventy mm. percent of pangolins do not live for more than a year in captivity um and all eight species may be on the brink of extinction well, the thing is I mean you look at it for what it is humanity to me isn't a, a anything but a, a a killing bacteria on the earth because you know. Look, because I, th- I think it's something that we should talk about is humans' effects on the animals. And humans... Just, sorry, uh, I was just concentrating there. So as humans, we are actually responsible for causing huge changes to the environment that hurts animals, plants, and species. And we yeah. take up more space on the earth for our, yeah. for our homes and cities we pollute more habitats, we legally hunt and kill animals, and we bring exotic species into habitats that they should have never been brought into. And all these activities and resources, you know, taking them away from it, it destroys them, you know. Scientists predict that in the 21st century alone, a hundred species will become extinct every day. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. Like we of literally... course, yeah. We need to stop destroying this planet to be honest and all the animals mm-hmm. like there's a a few groups here to you know protect the pangolins and i mean the thing is that that creature there that pangolin tater for example that you might sit there and look at it and think oh lovely creature if it's gone it's gone but that has a great effect on the ecosystem in general just for that one creature alone you know it mightn't destroy the world that's yep. gone but it it does affect the ecosystem somehow in some way you know um and the the problem with us humans is we're too self-centered and too self-focused on oh we need more homes oh we need more of this we need more of that we need more space we fail to forget that this planet isn't just ours yeah exactly well, but i think a lot of people just don't care you know it's either oh, look, let's build yeah. more houses so we can get more money don't worry about like the animals you're destroying you know, yeah. killing all their homes and maybe their families. You know, we all got families. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if a tiger gets gets into an area where it used to hunt and kills a child or or an adult, it gets shot. You know. And but people need to understand that's their territory before yeah. we were here, and right. that that's a thing. You know, we kill them for doing what they exactly. do, but you know, we can do what we do. You know, we can go and down yeah. cut down trees without any any problems because the deforestation is just immense you know and that when you take climate change in and you look at how many forest fires i mean you look alone that italy germany and turkey i believe it is or is it italy greece and and turkey it's it's one of them three i've got severe forest fires going on at the moment the amount of trees and animals and the amazon that are going to die because of that you know and Right, look at Australia. Yeah. They, look at their bushfires. That how many animals that killed? Millions. Yeah. And I get the argument that these bushfires would happen regardless. Well, but yeah, but a lot of them were set like you know purposely, hundred percent. I yeah. I think they did. Were you, were you going to say something there, Becca? Before I cut you off. 
I was going to say, look at the one in Turkey at this minute. Yeah, that, well, that's like, what I'm I've got a. Fr- oh, right. No, no. Well, say what you wanted to say. It's like, I've got a friend who I used to work with who is currently living over there, which you know I call in. Yeah. And she is only 28 miles away from it. And she said the amount of people's homes and lives that have been changed, especially for the animals, is unreal. Yeah. It's... And she says this had to been set on purpose for yeah. how big and how fast it spread. You say that... But it also could be, like, you know, sorry. No, no, Here's go ahead, man. something I found on the web. Okay, Alexa. <laughs> did, we not, did, did we not introduce Alexa as a new host? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know why it's doing that. So, like, uh, so uh, for you listeners out there, we did say we had a special bum, guest. Bum, it's bum. actually Alexa. Just when we say death demon, that's that's uh, Becca's little death demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just totally forgot that I had it. To be honest, because I haven't used it the day. Oh, what was I going to say? I, was I have say no so. idea. Right. So I've been looking at uh, like what are like the rarest species at this moment in time, and one of them, since mm-hmm. you were talking about like tigers and that earlier on, one of the t- uh, there's a species of tiger called the South China tiger, and there's actually only around between twenty to uh, twenty left in the world, but the because so they're being endangered. They're beautiful. The, the, the gorgeous. And when they're gone, they're gone. You know? Exactly. You know, it's like um, the South the, the South China tiger was the most critical and dangerous species of air tiger and one of uh, 10 of the most endangered animals in the world. As there are um, thought to be less than 20 South China tigers left in the wild. Uh, besides above are the... They are... Uh, any tigers left in China, uh, the largest of the subspecies, yeah. the Amar tiger, is found to, uh, found in two pr- uh, provinces in uh, the uh, the Russian Russian Far East and the small pockets of the border areas of China. Uh, currently, and uh, no more than fifty uh, wild tigers left. Did in, you say Amur uh, Am- tiger? Did you say and a. Uh, uh, also got a leopard. A mere tiger, yeah. Yeah, they've also got an A-M-U-R. Accordingly, when the South Tiger, uh, sorry, South China Tiger became endangered was in 1996. Tigers are absolutely fascinating because... They're beautiful. We've got the smaller versions sitting at home right now. And that's what I love about the, the big cat. A communities and and inhabitants because they are absolutely amazing because there's no difference or very little difference biologically between them and the small cat you've got in your house now and that that's that fascinates me yeah because you're literally sitting there looking at a wild cat in your house it's like they're miacoons isn't it mm-hmm. they're how big they are it's like they are more they've got more yeah, they're more like a, a, a wild, yeah, wild, like, you know, yeah, wild tendencies. Yeah, I remember someone I worked with who had two, and yeah, I was petrified of them. <laughs> now I'm not scared of cats, but these two were evil little buggers, and all I wanted to do was claw and like nibble it. Is and I'm thinking, if you were a tiger, I would be knacked. I would be dead in one mm. chomp. Well, I went to um, Edinburgh Zoo. It was a while ago. 
And one of the things I love doing there is seeing the... Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Oh, you get to see them very often because they're normally asleep or hiding. But was this one day <laughs> I was standing there. Right, right. Before, uh, before you continue that a second, mm-hmm. right? You know the section where you just said the lions and tigers, right? Where you put yeah. a little segment saying <laughs> lions and tigers and bears. Yeah. Oh, my. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. But um, <laughs> I remember standing there and this tiger, this big Siberian tiger, was standing in front of this glass and it was looking at us. And do you know that is the most intimidating thing I've ever felt? Even though I knew there was a piece of glass in between me and this tiger, the intimidation from this animal, just it's look alone, as if to say, you're my toothpick, you know. Yeah, but it also could be thinking, you know, you have freedom and I don't, you know, so... Could be. Yeah, get me out, mate. Get That's me out the one that. thing I hate about going to zoos. Like, yeah. I went to painting zoo. You see, um, it's sorry. And they just look so sad. Yeah, they do, and, and I agree. But at the same time, if it's an extinct animal, you know, you've got to try something to, to get the population Keep up. them alive. Yeah, but it's not going to change anything, is it? Because majority of the time in a zoo, the animals either too old to breed mm. or, or they will. just don't have the you know the partner for it yeah right and one creature that i feel sorry for right is i know don't get us wrong right the the chinese are actually doing a fantastic job to try and bring the population back up but panda bears they breed they breed the panda bears, right? As soon as they actually breed the panda bears, that's it. As soon as the baby's born, the ba- the baby's taken away from the mother to like obviously grow up and obviously be around the younger ones that they've got there. But at the same time, to be actually like have that wild instinct mm. in them, they're gonna have to be around the parents or around each other more. They can't have humor in- human interactive. You know what I mean? The way that they play around yeah. with the babies, you know what I mean? It makes us think, well, why don't you do oh, that yeah, with the mother? Oh, yeah, you're going to play around with a giant panda. Yeah, you're playing around. Hell no. I would happily, right, two animals, sorry, four animals I would love to play around with, right? A bear, a gorilla, uh, a panda so bear. So all of these that are going to kill you and eat yeah, you. I was Pretty just much. about to say, quick Except question, have panda. you got a death wish? <laughs> the panda would be good, all right, because they're, I think they're omnivores, I think, or they... Mm. Or just strictly they're very much doubtful that they'll eat you, but they might take a swipe and knock your head off. Or they'll sit on you when they're cuddling you, <laughs> yeah. and then you'll be squashed. The mount. <laughs> I'll stick... I'm thinking I don't need these ribs. I'll stick with Jeff the bear. No, I just... I, I've, the one thing in this world that really bugs me, it's like living where I live, there's... They've destroyed so much, you know, to build houses. And that's what really annoys me. And the the thing is, they, they should keep certain mm. areas for the animals and class them as reserves. I know there is a couple in the UK. You know, I don't know how many exactly. But the UK is that covered now that there's very little space for any wildlife. Yeah. Exactly. You know. And the zoos are doing a crap job anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you were saying that uh, pandas were what herbivores? They, they eat bamboo. Don't I don't know they? if they're omnivores or herbivores. Let me just. They're actually, it. they're actually, uh, they're actually omnivores. Uh, pandas' uh, daily diet consists of mo- uh, almost entirely of leaves, uh, stems, yeah. and shoots of various bamboo species. Bamboos contain very little nutrition value, uh, so pandas must uh, eat 
around 12 to 38 kilos, which I th- believe is 26 to 84 pounds uh, in weight every day to meet their energy needs. But they don't. Uh, but they do uh, branch out with a one percent of their diet cons- uh, consuming. Uh, sorry, compromising yeah, other plants and even meat. Well, I know. Uh, obviously, panda bears are lovely, and they're, they're really <laughs> in danger. But has anyone seen a koala bear? Love them. Never in Absolutely person, but them. I have on like TV and documentaries. I've I've seen koala bears in real life. Uh, they had them up in mm-hmm. uh, the theme park Alton Towers. Yeah. For those of you in the UK, you just know Alton Towers, <laughs> uh, the the zoo there. That was the same time I actually uh, crapped yeah. myself. You know that intense feeling you had with a tiger. But try either having that same intense feeling with a lion <laughs> and the lion charging yeah, at the glass. Right. That's all right. Oh, <laughs> I, well, sh- I actually shit. I was saying that I actually met a, a koala bear. You know, I mean, they they look cute and cuddly and stuff like that but from what the the guy was telling us they can be actually vicious yeah they're very they can be very aggressive this is where i was coming now if you ever want to go to a crime scene the best thing to take with you <laughs> is a quality a... what yeah <laughs> because right and and this one blew me by storm their fingerprints are so much like humans that it's enough to taint a crime scene where oh. can i find that air quality yeah, people are going to be murdering people when they're getting away with it now because there's the koala bears. So take one on yep. your shoulder, get them to touch everything, and and you've tainted the tainted the. Uh, no, because then the animal would be put down if they found out. Well, yeah, but I, you know, I can. Conf- I don't want to do that. Now. I suppose if I went back to yes, medieval but- times, I might take it to court. But you know, I was just about to say that there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take the animal to court. <laughs> if he's found fa- if he's found guilty, then murder him. You have been charged with touching everything. <laughs> you've touched everything. <laughs> you've, you've tainted the but I couldn't believe that their fingerprints are so close to us that if they were to be at a crime scene, they could taint the crime scene itself. Unbelievable. So this innocent little bear It's actually weird. Yeah, innocent little bear that that can be really aggressive. Yeah. But they're not that innocent, to be honest. They're not. I don't think any animal no. can, can either. Well, it's like you see, like your your neighbour, like squirrel. Mm-hmm. Squirrels can be very aggressive. Yeah, I'm sure they're just waiting to take over the world. I've watched Rick and Morty. Well, I knew a a person that had a dog that went for a squirrel. Yeah. So then it didn't really work out well for the dog because the squirrel attached itself to the, the dog's face uh, and the owner had to hit the squirrel off on a rock because it wouldn't detach from the dog's oh, face. Oh, the poor squirrel. The poor dog. It, yeah, well, the dog should have went for it. Depends, it. right? Because it wasn't there a period of time, but uh, like a few years back, I'm going to probably say 10, maybe 11 years ago, something like that, where we, we were actually trying to wipe out the grey squirrels because yeah. they were in danger in the red. Well, the red squirrels are very endangered. Was, I, I, thought, I thought it was the red squirrel. No, no the, the, red, the red squirrels are actually in well, danger. I, I yeah, do, they're really badly endangered. Wait, I thought it was a red squirrel, but I do know the, the squirrel that, that, that they're trying to wipe out is, is well, it must be the grey one, because it was imported from America, and it's pretty much... Overtaken, really. Right, if that's the case in America, come and take your squirrels back. back. Not all of them, just leave leave us with a few. But I do know that I've seen a grey squirrel that had like a red tinge to it. Mm. So they could be like breeding with the red squirrels. They probably are. 
but the the reality is i know it's put the the squirrel population of the red squirrel in danger which is native to this country hence if you run one yeah, over i've never seen a problem one. i've never seen a red squirrel in my life like nah, face I don't to face think I have, like... i've seen plenty of gray ones uh, Thank you, yeah, no, I, uh, a lot. Um, red, red squirrels are actually um, like two times smaller than really? a grey. Yeah, but uh, where would they be though? Because it's do- not down this end. Um, um, see, I was li- living not far from where I live now. Well, um, I was going oh, to yeah. say, I, I remember back when <laughs> uh, we had the very first lockdown and most vehicles were taken off the road. Becca works in K, and I think it was about two, three weeks into the lockdown, and I couldn't believe my eyes at how many squirrels were out playing on the roads. And you it know, it was lush to see it, it, the animals. Yeah, the animals were out in force, and you were sitting there looking about, and you're thinking, "Wow, you take cars off the road for a few weeks, and the wildlife just take over." Mm-hmm. I've even got a video of this but, this squirrel running backwards and forwards across the road, not giving a damn. You know. You should put it on the. Um, I'll put page. it on the blog. Yeah. Anyway, rugs. Sorry, I interrupted you again. That's fine. It's not. We need. Where was that button that you we, said we needed? To... Yeah, we need a challenge. We need a punishment for every single time <laughs> someone interrupts someone. I didn't interrupt anyone. No. Neither have so, I. Me and rugs will be black and blue by the end of it. Probably. Um. So obviously we were talking about wildlife mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? <clears throat> I have one that I think people are are starting. I think they're starting early. Like, get get them in is fennec foxes. Oh yeah, I know what a fennec fox mm. is. I haven't heard of that before. No, fennec foxes are actually they're like a fox, but like really small. They're probably about the size of um like a like a westie. Like Highland West Terrier uh, puppy, right. or like a dog, um, and people are actually starting to get them as uh, pets. Yeah. Fen- a, a fennec, um, a fox is a small, uh, like pulse, a pulse killer mm. fox, uh, native to the Sahara Desert, uh, the Sinia Peninsula, a, a peninsula uh, in Egypt, and the Av- Arava. Mm. And Nagav Desert in Israel. <laughs> We're butchering these things. I was going to so say, give yeah. up on Sorry, the names, dudes. my friend. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. I'm not versed in like, Maybe we should uh, ask Alexa. Like, language. <laughs> I can't. I can't uh, uh, English. <laughs> I can't hear. You know, but like, the obviously their their diets consist of uh, insects and like, stuff like that, birds eggs and obviously small animals and stuff like that. But you know their lifespan is only ten years. I imagine really? so. They're cute though. But yeah. the thing They're is, really I think you, not just them. I think all foxes are, are lovely. You know, I've seen foxes. Yeah, but these ones around. have got really big ears. It's like really cute. Well, the thing is, yeah, you you, you look at the fox. Just imagine a fox mm-hmm. with massive ears. Yeah. It's, it, the I cute. I mean, I'm dead against fox hunting, you know. Um, yeah, me too. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, I love foxes. You know, I've I've seen a few round round Gateshead and and stuff like that. You know, um, I've got a story about foxes. Yeah, I'll shoot. tell you after once. Well, if no, I'll do it when you're done. I don't mind. Oh, I'm done. I'm just oh. battling on now. <laughs> well, when I was living at my mum's years ago, this was I was taking my dog for a walk down in the woods mm-hmm. behind her house. And then there was this hole in the ground. I was like, oh, it's down there. 
So I waited a while, and then all of a sudden, these fox cubs come out the the hole. Oh wow! And they were just running around and playing. Oh. It was the cutest thing I'd ever seen. My dog was like, "I want to go play," and I'm like, "Get back here now!" Oh, <laughs> I would just I stood there for like good ten, fifteen minutes just watching them play. They were so cute. That's it, though. Animals and the animal kingdom is so wonderful and amazing is, to yeah. watch. I mean, do you want Becca have any more facts? Yes, the only one I've got is that about badgers and how many there are in the world. Right. Yeah, you don't really hear much about badgers. There's always going to be hit by cars, that's why. God. There's 11 different species of badgers. There's the honey badger. Oh, super cute. American badger. European badger. Asian badger. Japanese badger. Chinese ferret badger. Bums. Brumsey ferret badger and the Javana ferret badger and there is currently only a hundred of each in each country wow Wow. that's really low but didn't we in the UK didn't we do a lot of culling on badgers yeah we did I'm gonna get a pet badger I'm gonna get two I'm gonna breed them well it's funny how you actually (laughs) mentioned badgers right because believe it or not Badgers are actually part of the ferret family. Right. Yeah, the I, I was about so cool. to say with the amount of uh, mention of ferret badger in there, I was oh, I was going to ask. That was one of the questions I was going to say. Is it related to a, a ferret? You know, uh, Weasels, stoats, ferrets, badgers, and there's another species. Um, I think it's called... Ah, oh, forgetting the name. There's, there actually, it's two species. But I can't remember the name of them. I follow one of them on Instagram. It's it's a wild thing. You can kind of tell they're and they're at, and they're actually all related to yeah. each other. So, oh. do you know what? Those badgers are actually big beasty things. Yeah, but they're, quite, they're quite cute. Too. I just like the look of them. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with one. No, they they do have an uh, an evil streak. They're basically looking like, like a bigger skunk, really. If you think, aren't they just not as smelly? Yeah. They must have had a cork I was going to say they were a cross between a ferret and a panda, to be honest, to be the look. No, I'd say more like a ferret and a skunk, but like a bigger version. Yeah. Yeah. Just with a cork up his ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to smell that shit. Well, at the end of the day, oh, no. there's one thing we can all agree is they're very stinky animals. Yes. Stinky. Wait, uh, um, where I used to live, um, up ne- do you remember up next to the yes. hospital, that pet store down the bottom? There was a pet store at the bottom of that, uh, the bottom of that hill that I used to go through for my ferrets when I still had them. Um, there was a lass that came in with a skunk, and we were asking loads of questions. Say, does it still, does it stink anything like that? And she says, no. She actually had the uh, the thing you removed. Oh, the gland. It's uh, the the stink mm-hmm. glands or sweat glands or whatever they're called. Had them removed. But do you know what it is? They're actually, apparently, they're, they're really nice to have as a, a pet. Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard know? that they're really nice pets. Um, they're friendly, loving, you know, um, basically as a pet-wise. But uh, Yeah, they can, they can almost be uh, compared to owning a raccoon. Very much, very much. You know, raccoons are evil. But also funny. I want a baby raccoon. I really do. Yeah, they're just. I've seen so many babies that oh, I just want one. Them rolling around in their balls. Oh. They just look like little ninjas, or with the little masks. Yeah, on. but have you not seen that video where there's a little one, little baby one? It just rolls in a ball and then rolls around. Wait, no, and his legs are like out on the <laughs> side. It's so cute. What I'm going to do is a very, very, very funny video, 
and this is taken about the pandas. It's a very funny visual, and, I, and Rags has probably seen it of a panda. It's a mother panda, and she sneezes. Uh, the baby sneezes, and she craps her pants. And I mean, craps her oh, pants. I'm going <laughs> oh, yeah. to pop that That's up on so the blog because it's such a such a funny visual. Just for you speaking about videos, and if you want, we'll put your badger one up as well. Yeah, badgers are so fucking cool. Raccoon, raccoon, that's no, it. They're called trash pandas. <laughs> yeah, the the bandit, uh, bandit thieves, trash <laughs> pan, uh, pandas. I mean, there's uh, there's loads I follow on Instagram, right? And I'm not kidding you. The, uh, the videos I've seen. There's one where there's a woman's actually bath, uh, like put it in the bath, right? And she's drying it down with the thing, and you hear it screaming. But as soon as the uh, the towels off its head it starts rubbing its face and calming yeah. down but then you also see them in the wild and all it's like oh look that look so cute and this that and the other and they're standing <laughs> they're looking at you you get too close and that's it the dive at you as if they want to take yeah. your hands off it's like nope run <laughs> Unbelievable. let's get the fuck out of here but do you not think we'll all take every animal in this world for granted i don't think all of us do i think not all but like majority of us yeah i agree like a lot of people think you know that we own this planet, yes. we don't own it. Yeah. They were here first. I think a lot of people like you have said they look at them and just take for advantage. They're going to be there regardless. Yeah. Let's let's put for one instance the honeybee. I don't know if you have ever come close to a honeybee, but what amazing animals they are. And if they disappeared, yeah. all plants are not mm-hmm. I had one flying at my house uh, not too long ago. Oh, we're struggling to get struggling to get out the window so i had to open yeah. the window to get it back well, out again so i got stung by a wasp yesterday so. yeah yeah you were saying <laughs> how did you manage that did you use the cold water or ice i used ice nothing huh? i did say you needed to use ice but we asked him if the sting was still stuck in his uh his uh, finger up oh. but he still he, he doesn't know <laughs> i really don't know <laughs> did it swell up did it swell up man think so you think well, so. at least you're not dead yeah well it's it's sore when i press on it so it's not sore like it's in i'm in so much pain i'm a drama queen blah 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 but i'm not you know it doesn't hurt that bad well <laughs> but i still am a drama queen that's the main thing i was just about to say <laughs> to be fair when it comes to wasps knock yourself out but bees if you ever see them always try to save them if you see them in distress help them out Right, if you think about it, you know, just for the last like however long of the the podcast and that, right? But you think about it, right? Animals, right? Without uh, the animals that we have in this world, right? It destroys the natural order. We're too busy hunting like I don't know gorillas and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or rhinos, or elephants, or like uh, an- like bees and anything that we don't like the look of. We basically hunt it or kill it. You know what I mean? But Every animal, I think, has a purpose on this plant to help with the natural order of this uh, this oh, planet. Yeah, 100% agree. Without, without bees, we wouldn't have pollen for our plants and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Without uh, horses, we you know, would still have like a massive pile of like, grass. Wait, you, you know? need more lawnmowers. We'd grow more grass and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's, like, there's all sorts of things that goes on in the world. You know what I mean? Without uh, the anteaters and like uh, armadillos and stuff like that. We would be overrun by ants. Well, this just shows you as a statistic, and I know this one off the top of my head because uh, it's a video I watched on YouTube. Um, and the statistic is that if you got rid of all cats, right, from this world, this planet would be overrun with rats and mice 
within yeah. a matter of two to three months. It's like a chain reaction if you think about it. You know, everything has a consequence. Yeah. Everything has an action. Like your spiders. If For people who don't like spiders, me, myself, you know, Matt, Becca. If we didn't have spiders, mm. you'd be overrun with flies and, and flying yeah. things and, and little insects. So, you know, just think the circle of life was there for a reason and the world was built this way for a reason. You destroy it, you destroy yourself. We'll, we will eventually destroy this planet. Oh, yes, of course. And then that, that that's the reason. You know, all these people say, oh, it's going to be, what, earthquakes that's going to destroy this planet. Or, you know, what, 2012, there was supposed to be, the planet was ending. Yeah. No, the reason it's going to end is because of us. And then, yeah. at that point, Matt will try his first human. Well, no, the world will be ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, not on about an apocalypse. I'm on about the entire wipeout of this whole planet. Yeah, well, that's... It would be I still think you'll have time to that, do it. That's the whole Maybe. Point. I'll do it on the last one. I'll go up to someone and just bite in their arm. Like, there you go. Tried it. No, never Tried it. No. Done. <laughs> you didn't taste like chicken. I'm dying happy. Why? I could die happy now. <laughs> to, to be fair, this is along the lines of animals. Why do we say everything tastes like chicken? I think because we're so used to eating chicken, maybe. Because, like, chicken in... It's just majority of everything, you know, what we all eat. Yeah, it's just is chicken. Yeah. That's confused me because they say you bite something and someone will say, how did it taste? I like chicken. Yeah, but if you think of reality is like we only know the taste. Mm-hmm. That taste, if you go mm-hmm. up to someone else, they could taste a completely different thing. Well, that was very true as well. Uh, someone told me something tastes like chicken. I bit into it and I went, it didn't taste like chicken. It tastes like shit, you know, not that I've eaten shit. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Can I can I quickly throw something in the Discord for us? All yes, to look you at? certainly can. Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Right, I need to, I need to figure out how to do this again. Oh my god! This creature. Where's my Discord? Can't. Do 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 boom. Three hours Dung. later. Oh, I cannot find it, but I'll put it in the Discord. Yeah, <laughs> put it in the Discord. <laughs> and I've just saved it. I've just saved it, and it's just like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where it's gone, but I've just come across a random creature, right, without even thinking about it. It was like 40 random uh, rare animals, right? Obviously, it was the the baby fennec fox, uh, the Dumbo octopus, the the, the axolots, right? But I came across something called a tree kangaroo. A what? A tree kangaroo i've got to see this yeah what the hell is a that tree kangaroo, a tree kangaroo a tree kangaroo inhabits oh. the lowlands and a mountainous rainforest of a pan panpo in new guinea uh indonesia and uh the far north of queensland australia living in the fo- foliage these species are uh, like a cross between a kangaroo and a, a, a lemur you know what I want, I want one. one. Yeah, it's so cute, isn't it? <laughs> they are this. really cute. Oh, I wow. thought I'd finish the episode off with something They're cute. They're super adorable. <laughs> Do you oh. know what it is? I've but... got the perfect picture. It says a rare tree kangaroo in New Guinea, Guinea, and it's got its tongue out looking at you, and it's a perfect picture. Rags, that'll get stuck up on my blog when this episode goes live. So people... Oh, I want one. That's excellent, right? Right, Believe it or not, right, there's actually only 2,500 of these species uh, 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 species left. We'll go find a pair and we'll breed them and then we're going to keep them alive. Yeah. Poor Jay Shaw. with me. Poor Jay Shaw is going to create <laughs> its own uh, empire we're of having a zoo. kangaroos. We're going to build a zoo. Yep. 
They, they, they look so cute, though, don't they? They are really cute. <laughs> but with, I really want like, one. But with that, someone needs to buy. We are one. coming to the end of episode, rags. I was just sort of saying, yes, we are coming to the end of the episode. I mean, uh, we we touched on a lot of different things, you know, like uh, pets and other like bits and pieces, you know, wildlife, what we shouldn't shouldn't do, I guess. Um, but since it is the end of the episode, and you listen to 4G Shaw, and um, we will catch you on the next episode. I will say bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye.